hey. to the Gear Slum, your one-stop shop for all things guitar culture nonsense. I'm your host, Aaron. Hey, this is Cole. We have a special. Hey, this is Paul. Yo, yeah. I was going to say, we have a special guest with us today. Um, the one and only Mr. Paul Pennington. Hey, what's up, everybody? United Colors of Paul Pennington. So, and we, Phil... And we made Paul promise to have the same uh, poor audio quality that Phil is known for <laughs> so that the listeners yeah. of the show didn't feel too out of place. We want well, to be comfortable. Right. People don't like change. So yeah, if you exactly. the same, you'll be good. They won't even notice. Is that exactly. a thing? Like, So, let's say you're married, right? You're a woman, and you have children, and you're married, and your husband, like, you divorce him or he dies or whatever if he has a beard would should you marry someone who also has a beard so that your children feel comfortable <laughs> is that a thing <laughs> or am i making that up how are you, i think you're giving children the uh, i think you're not giving children enough credit <laughs> for like that's the thing that they'll miss about their father being dead or gone <laughs> no like like little children like uh, remember like, there used to be an adult <laughs> with hair on his face like two-year-olds, like a two-year-old, for example. Maybe. They always, right, you just like, got to find like a guy with beard and glasses and you're good. Like whenever, fine, fine. whenever a dad shaves his beard, <laughs> the kids always cry. It seems like you'd be better off like finding a person you get along with, you know. I mean, I guess, but, yeah. you know. Well, that, you got to do that again. Helps. You already did that. Now you got to do that again. It's not going to work out. <laughs> yeah. You just got to find a guy with a beard and glasses. You're fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, well, I mean, you're not going to win the lottery twice. Yeah, especially now that's like that's like all there is is guys with beards and glasses yeah good luck finding someone without a beard and glasses yeah exactly bunch of freaking hipsters bunch of hipsters i remember when i used to get made fun of for wearing glasses yeah now it's like the cool thing my son wears glasses and And, uh dude he's got ladies all over him yeah i do hate this whole nerd culture thing though like fake nerds, you know? They're like, oh, yeah, like, I like Star Wars. I'm so nerdy. No, you you just yeah. happen to like a movie that literally everyone likes. Yeah. Like, no one doesn't like Star Wars. And also, yeah, wife, like... Uh, she wears glasses. Oh, sorry. Also, like, you're supposed to... Like, nerdiness also came from a time when it was, like, really smart people who were socially awkward. Yeah. It's like, no, you... You're like the captain of the football team. You aren't also a nerd just because you like the Big Bang Theory, you know? Right. <laughs> I took a science class. I'm a nerd. I don't know why I've got yeah. that voice going. I don't, I don't know what that voice is. It's my voice. Hey! Hey! Science class! <laughs> hey, chicken! It's coming from New York. You're just trying to make me feel welcome. That's the yeah. only... That's, that's the extent of the accent, though. I don't know if you hey! can tell. It kind, of, kind of fell apart after... <laughs> After the A. Hey, you freaking nerd. Yeah, you got to get a forget about nerd. it in there. Forget about hey, forget it. Forget about it. Forget about it. Forget about it. Hey, so guys, <laughs> what are your thoughts on uh, guitars and whatnot? Yeah, so oh, this is episode like 1-7-17 of the Gear Slum. We got a lot of things in store for you tonight. Yeah. <laughs> so I was on... Um, 
I was on one of the one of the social medias, um, one of the social media groups the other day, and I saw this dude posted this thing, a, a picture of his hand, right, and his thumb, the like the meaty part under your thumb, just had a giant gash in it. And this oh. moron, he said, <laughs> he's like, I usually use like a screwdriver to to peel Velcro, but I couldn't find it, so I was using a knife while watching TV with my wife and I stabbed myself in the hand trying to peel Velcro off. First of all, I've been like, do you not have fingernails? Why do you need any kind of tool to take Velcro off your pedal? Yeah, like, are you cutting the Velcro? That's the the wrong way to do it. I think, if I remember right, he said he was using it not even to take it off, just to get the corner. Just to get started? Yeah, yeah. You're Jeez, get some freaking idiot. pliers or something. Yeah, he lost the pliers or something, so he used a knife and stabbed himself in the hand. Man. So now he's like, I can't, I'm not going to be playing for a while. <laughs> 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 I got these new pedals, but now I can't play for a while because I cut myself. Stupid that's, people doing stupid things. Yeah, that's the stupidest thing ever. Yeah. Easily. Actually, <laughs> um, coincidentally, Phil is out with a vicious thumb injury. Right, Velcro, same thing. That's the guy that posted the picture. <laughs> no, he, yeah, he Phil, an idiot. He, did, he literally did message us yesterday and said he cut his thumb open. <laughs> he was thinking about that guy too. Yeah. So what did he say? He was like, "No, I'm not going to use." Yeah, he was opening a package or something, and he's like, "I'm not going to use a knife because that's stupid. I'm going to cut myself." And somehow he slipped, and like a tiny sliver of plastic like sliced his thumb open. <laughs> yeah, he he basically got like a really bad paper cut, essentially. Yeah. Open. So that's why he's not here with us tonight. So uh, keep him in your prayers. Yeah, that's everyone. why. I'm just keeping him down. <laughs> What's the address so we can send him flowers? Uh, you can just send him to me. I literally right, have his address right in front of me. We probably shouldn't share that. No, we're not going to. But I have an envelope of things I need to send him. Do you guys Stickers still... So, so I've played guitar for a long time. And I've changed strings on a guitar probably hundreds of times, you know. Maybe not hundreds, but a lot of times. And I still get, like, I always wrap my strings the same way. And when I'm pulling them out of the tuner, I still get them stabbed into my finger. Like, yeah, yeah. Like once every other time, basically. I have. And sometimes they go really deep. It really hurts. Is that, like, yeah, oh, it's it hurts awful. really bad. So I've told this story on some of the groups before, but. When I was in junior high, at a jazz band, like a jazz combo, in which I played trombone because I was an actual nerd. Uh, but there was <laughs> so, and then there was these we believe so the cool kids, right? There was this one cool dude who played drums, and then two other cool dudes who played guitar. Anyway, one of the dudes, the two guitar players were like messing around and changing strings and like hitting each other with them like a whip. And this dude got like it was either his E or his B string, and he swung it at the other dude, and it like did this thing where it dove in, and it literally went into his arm, under the skin, and like came out like six inches away. I think you told this on the podcast, actually. <laughs> did I? I, think I don't so. think I did. <laughs> well, it bears repeating because it was horrendous. That sounds like the worst thing ever. <laughs> it was so bad. I remember oh, it. It's been, you know, twenty something years. Twenty years. Yeah. I remember. Oh gosh, that was bad. 
Oh. I had a friend. He was a. It was Ty Ram, and he did it into the arm of Chris Green. Chris Green had this the raddest strat. It was like a '60s white strat that had turned yellow. Oh. His uncle gave him. Even then, I knew it was cool. Yeah. Stupid. You're gonna. What was your story, Paul? Oh, I had this. We were. uh, I was in a band in high school, and this uh, one of my friends. He was playing guitar, and he broke his E string, and then he was. uh, put a new one on and he's like tightening and tightening it and and he's like looking at it he's like i don't i don't think this is right and he just kept tightening it and then it just broke and snapped and like ran bricks uh there wasn't anybody had this like huge mark across his entire face from the high string whipping him in the face and it was awesome (laughs) so those strings will get you (laughs) pretty great it was Saturday, Monday. He's like the mark. It was awesome. Jeez, that's awesome. I missed most of that story because I was closing the door. But yeah, I heard the part about the mark. No, I missed. I missed most of it because you were roboting pretty bad. Oh, I was there. That's or, okay. I was because I feel oh, bad. You were. Oh, I feel so bad. Get your crap together. I know. I, I'm terrible. Terrible person. For the uh, viewers at home. Paul is broadcasting from vacation, just like Phil did in one of our early episodes. And, from the uh, Great North, the Great White North. <laughs> that's not the Great White North, but tell from... us where you are, Paul. Oh, we're in, I'm in Maine. I'm uh, I'm in the most eastern part of the United States in um, what is it, Lubeck, Maine. Nice. You're not in Bangor. No, I did drive through Bangor. Well, I only know about that because of the Mighty Ducks. Julie the Cat Gaffney was from Bangor, Maine. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, speaking speaking of the Mighty Ducks, hockey <laughs> season starting again. Yeah, dude, we are oh yeah, and watching three. Lost the first three games. Go Ducks. Nice. <laughs> we have scored two goals per game, which is okay, but we've just been outscored by faster teams. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Paul, you are you a Penguins fan? Is that no? Right? I'm a Blackhawks fan. Oh, Blackhawks, that's right. Where are you from, Paul? I I grew up in Los Angeles, but I moved uh, to New York when I was about fourteen, like thirteen or fourteen. So then, like East Coast team, and I just happened to or you know whatever teams they played. So they, you know, uh, the Rangers played the Blackhawks a lot, so I ended up liking them. Nice. <laughs> I don't want to be a local. Yeah, we were kind of, we were kind of Blackhawks fans when I was little, uh, and then the Avalanche moved to Colorado, which is which is pretty close to us, you know. And so we'd we'd see him play on TV and stuff, and so that that sort of became our team. But I'm a Canadian. Um, I'm a Canadians fan now because I lived in Montreal. The Habs. The Habs. Les habitants. You should speak French more. Les habitants canadiens. Maybe not. I do with my with my kids because they're in French immersion. Oh, are they? Nice. Yeah. So it's it's pretty funny. Last night my older son was reading to my younger son in French, and it was pretty cute. <laughs> so it, it's amazing. Is that, that a yeah. thing? Is there are there a lot of French speakers in Utah? No, it's just uh, that in our district, all the schools have immersion programs and. 
ours just happens to be French. There's other, you know, the different schools do different languages. Nice. Trying to do that in California so, more. Um, but they do like dual immersion for like English learners. Oh, okay. They yeah. English speaking kids, they teach them both languages. It's kind of cool. Yeah. So that's how this, I mean, most of the kids here are native English or they're not native French, but it's half, right. half the day. They have two teachers. So half the day is in French and half the day is in English. Nice. So, yeah. Okay. So, so I had a pretty, uh, Good talk. pretty decent flip. They, they already did a 60 cycle hum episode about it. They did a whole episode about me basically. So, uh, featuring Cole Duke, featuring Cole Duke, F E A T Cole Duke. Um, starring <laughs> guest starring Cole Duke. Exactly. So, so DOD and, and a lot of people probably know this, but Harmon, who's the company that owns Digitech and, and DOD and they own like JBL and crown and all those other companies, they have their, their DSP facility has always been in, in Utah. Um, so that's where they manufactured all the, all the Digitech stuff and all the old DOD stuff. So, you see a lot of DOD stuff and Digitech stuff come up around here just because people get it from the factory. And I'm guessing that's what happened here. But this, I mean, it's basically, it's like six of these 80s DOD pedals. And they were all like in perfect shape. Um, and they were all on this, and they're on this DOD pedal board that basically that has- Are, like they, are there in. vintage pedals? I mean, I listed them on Reverb as vintage, but- But I mean, they're not like- uh, those are like they're 90s like ones, right? New, they're not like new ones. No, they're 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 from the 80s. Yeah, they're old they're, 80s ones. Yeah, so I mean, it, when it, it, as far as like a digital pedal goes, then yeah, they're they're vintage in the sense that they were very early. Right. Um. So, so yeah, it's. I mean, they're they're vintage in the sense that there's not a ton of them, and they're somewhat sought after. But, uh, but I posted it on 60 cycle home, kind of as like a hey thinking it was overpriced and like look at this guy trying to sell all of his old crappy pedals and then ryan was look like actually yeah honestly and ryan replied back and and while he's replying back i'm sort of looking him up and trying to figure out what they are because you couldn't see them all very well and the one that i thought was this orange pedal that i thought was going to be that, that sells for over 100 bucks ended up not being what i thought it was which is kind of a bummer but all in all um i think i'll come out ahead i've only sold like four of the pedals I'll pull up my handy dandy spreadsheet. I made a new tab, obviously, for this deal, so it uh, so I can keep that's track of it. That's pretty good. Yeah, actually, it's just its I own section. But and I stopped using it, which is I've I've sold three of the DoD pedals: this Zoom, Multi Effects, and the Dan Electro PB and J, and I've made and I made one hundred and fifty-seven dollars so far, and I paid two hundred for the whole lot. That much, so. or that's how much you got. So you're that's like 43 down. Yeah, but I still have more than well, half. You got a stuff, left. So, yeah. yeah. Nice. So we'll see. But I mean, the stuff that I haven't sold yet is obviously the stuff that's less, you know, in demand, I guess. Um, right. But how many? So, so we'll see. I mean, if I keep if I keep going at this rate, I'll, I should make a couple hundred bucks. Um. So that was a good flip. And then yesterday, uh, so I was actually going to meet this guy to sell a couple of these pedals. And this this Mexican strat came up on on KSL or Craigslist and for 150 bucks. 
So I texted the guy right away and he's like, okay, yeah, I'll hold it for you and everything. So I went to his house and he was moving and I just needed to get rid of a bunch of crap. So I got the strap for 150 bucks and then I asked him if he was selling anything else and he had this, he had a few other things that I didn't want, but he had this deluxe 112 plus, which is this Fender amp from the nineties, like a solid state amp. Is it a modeling that, amp or uh, is it just? No, it's just a solid state amp. So it's actually pretty nice. It rattles a lot though. The amp, like the, the chassis itself, not the speaker. Yeah. Um, so I paid 60 bucks for that, which isn't a great deal, but I, you know, I, I told him 60, there was like some pedals in the back of the amp. Mm-hmm. Um, like there was like a boss OS two and another pedal sort of shoved in the back of the amp. And I was like, okay, well, well maybe I'll give you like 60 for it. And he's like, okay, that sounds fair. And I'm thinking I'm going to get everything that's in there. And he's like, yeah, let me just take those pedals out of there. And I'm like, Oh, <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> but it was like, it was like too late to go back on it. Cause he's already given me like, um, he's already given me a good deal, you know? Yeah. On the strat. So that's cool. I, don't know. I just picked yeah. up, uh, a set of drum shells for free. Nice deal. Yeah. So I had been looking for some and then um, Adam Powell from San Diego, one of the, he actually produces some six cycle hum video stuff. He works with Ryan, whatever. Anyway, he, he offered me a set. So I picked them up and I thought it was just going to be the shells, but it ended up being quite a bit of hardware too. So I just need like cymbals and uh kick pedal and I'm set. That's so awesome. I, I want to learn. I want to learn drums so I can do some home recording stuff. Yeah, totally. I see. Do you play drums, Paul? Uh, I used to. Uh, it's been years since I've been behind anyway. the kit, so I'd be terrible now. I feel like drummers yeah. make good guitar players or a good rhythm guitarists at least. They have good. They have good timing, I think. Yeah. Unless they're just an you awful do much- drummer. Do you do much flipping, Paul? Yeah, I do a ton. Um, I, I don't have as much time now because my wife and I have uh, three foster kids that we're trying to, like, adopt. But um, so, like, all my time is pretty much spent with that when I have any free time. But, um, yeah, uh, I've done a couple of really good flips. And then um, just recently, I um, uh, from a guy from Rochester, um, I travel for work. So if I'm in the area, I'm always looking stuff up. Yeah. And I got a uh, – I got. I thought it was just the Russian muff or a big muff, uh, the green one, and yeah. um, it it was it was all like I messed up and he painted it like uh, like a teal green and it put like tone fuzz on it with like stickers and uh, so I met I got I got it and I figured I could sell just the case for more than that and I got it home and it had a a like a vintage like a 1968 uh, Fender um, fuzz in it and that worked and it, but it obviously doesn't have the case or anything but I put that on eBay and I got 40 for that so I was already in the clear and then <laughs> a couple weeks ago I uh, the it was definitely painted like three or four times and I pulled all the paint off with like a stripper and it ended up being a Civil War big muff so oh, I have and I have the the PCB for it, um, but it doesn't work at all. So because the guy just you know he had like a little a little baggie. So I was like, oh, oh that's the that's the PCB for it. Um, so yeah. I'm I'm working on that, but I mean it'll be a big flip if I can get it working. But if not, I'll just put it on eBay and I'll you know whatever I make I make. I'm sure I'll get forty or fifty dollars just for the case alone. Yeah, yeah, totally. That's awesome. So yeah, a lot of times I, I'll buy stuff just to get item 
in like the lot, you know, so I always go for the lots of stuff. Cause then, you know, there's a couple items that you might be like, Oh, I, I've always wanted ones where I want to try it. And then yeah. um, you can get it, you know, and even if you hate it, you just sell it and you still made money. Yeah. And that's kind of, that's kind of how I was with these DOD pedals. A lot of times, a lot of times the lots that show up around here, people don't like discount them at all for, for you buying everything at once, which is kind of weird to me. Sure. So I haven't, I haven't done a ton of that, but I bought a few sort of, lots of pedals that then I was able to make a lot selling them, you know? So, yeah. Um, this, this cool. year I, um, the biggest lot I did is, um, one of my friends said her, this guy was moving or something he needed to fix his bike and he, needed, he had no way to get to work. And so she's like, do you have $500? He wants to sell like all of his gear. And huh? I was like, can you tell me what's in it? And so she, got a text from him and sent me the text like a screenshot of the text and it was like it was like 25 pedals like a base head um it was so Jeez. much stuff i i probably for 500 dollars, i probably made three grand which is crazy and you know it took me forever to sell this stuff but it was just you know that's probably my biggest flip i've ever had it was insane yeah that's awesome yeah it was cool huh. nice yeah i've I, I mostly end up flipping kind of boring stuff, just stuff that people price too low. I, I seriously sure. buy a Mexican strat like once a month and, and flip it. Cause people... yeah, I flipped a, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I was going to say I flipped a, a, a Mexican strat that I found, like somebody posted on 60 cycle home in California to me for like a hundred bucks. And I, I sold it for three. Oh, really? Yeah. The guy was, uh, he wanted, it was the, they did, they did like a, um, after I had already like, uh, contacted the guy and did the sale and, uh, they had did a, um, an ad on it. Huh? So they, um, it was like, the guy wanted like weed, Oh, <laughs> but I, 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 I didn't have that, <laughs> Yeah, but he took, he took like a hundred bucks. Next best thing. That's crazy. Yeah. I, I, I feel a little bit bad when I'm doing that stuff, but like this guy, I was going to buy this, that strat from he they were selling their house and they needed to be out quickly. So it was like, he would have just thrown it away otherwise, you know? So it's like, oh, I'm doing him a favor, I guess. Sure. You know, like it, he could have gotten 300 for it maybe, but it would have taken time, you know? Right. He would have walked into a guitar center or whatever and just gotten pennies for some of that stuff. Yeah, he would have gotten less than that at Guitar Center. Maybe not much, yeah. but, um, but yeah. So, so that's the update on my uh, on my flips. So, Paul, okay. you you play guitar, right? Yeah. No, no, not at all. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I <laughs> well, I, I thought for a second I was thinking you were a bass player, but you're not. You're a guitar player. Um. So, tell us about like. What kind of stuff do you do? Do you play in like a band or at church? Yeah, um, I, I play at a worship team at church. Um, I used to be in bands, just tons of bands. And then, you know, none of that ever, I just wanted to be a family man. So none of that ever worked out. Um, <laughs> but uh, we basically, I play on the worship team every week. Um, I play bass and I play guitar. Um, okay. I'll Basically, I'll just do whatever they want. Um, whatever they need, I pretty much just show up. They tell me that week and they need somebody to play bass or if they want me to play, you know, on the, you know, not the drums, but the, what do they have? Uh, like a cajon or something. I could do that, you know, whatever they need. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cool. 
So what's your like number one gun? Oh, uh, I have a uh, now, now every every guitar I have is basically a parts caster. Um, okay. I, just because when being younger, I figured out I could get better stuff if I bought the neck here or I bought the body here and just got sure. Um, but I have a I have a '69 Telecaster. It's, it's all original, but the pickups. Um, and basically, I've just found parts over time, just good deals, you know. Or this is here, or this there. So that's the so one. So it's I all original, the but but the not pickups, yeah, together original. Right? Yeah, yeah. So like the the neck plates a '69, the the control panels a '69, the the neck, everything's original. It's everything's '69. The, the it's not like. An original. It's not. It didn't guitar. come off the factory that way. Okay. Yeah. Cool. That's cool. And what does it look like? It's um. It's like a off. It's a white. Um. But it's like you. It, the paint is worn so much you can kind of see a little bit through, and you can see nice. some of the grain. Uh. It, it looks really good. Um. And then it's got a black pickguard. Uh. Maple cool. maple neck. Dang dude. Dang dude. Yeah. It's red. <laughs> and what <laughs> pickups do you have in it? Uh, I have um Rio Grande um pickups nice are those yeah, like awesome those are fenders or that's no, the brand uh somebody said check them out okay. and i was looking for lawlers at the time uh-huh. and i just never found a deal on them and i found these on like amazon they were clearing them out and i was like if they suck i'll send them back and they were awesome very cool. nice so those are the best yeah but you play that telly that's like your the guy that's the one yeah i probably, probably play that the most but i i have um i have four guitars so i probably i try to rotate i have a i have a 75 strat um kind of the same deal as the telecaster and then um and then i have like a an american um strat that originally had a different like different colored body but it just got really chipped up and i just bought another body for it not knowing because i bought it in i don't know 2005 <laughs> I didn't know anything about matching stuff up, you know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'd probably try to rotate most everything. Cool. And what do you play that into? Like, what's your amp? Okay. I have a blues Just tell junior. us everything. I just like it because, the yeah, yeah. Blues Junior. Oh, blues junior. I have two of them. Yeah. Okay, cool. I actually have two of them. I uh, got one off Craigslist for bucks, and then uh, it had a – what was it? Uh, like a burlap on it. <laughs> and so, oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I stripped it down I and I put the fabric on it. Like it came out good. So that's the one that's at church all the time. And then I have one at home. I just got sick of lugging stuff around. So was that one like, it was just the burlap was like glued to the wood. Yeah. Was yeah. It, it was top? like, okay. It was glued to the wood, but it was like, um, it was like, I almost felt like fiberglass, like the actual burlap, because he'd put so much whatever epoxy or resin, oh, whatever yeah. he put on it. It was just so <laughs> it bitched off. It was crazy. crazy. And then um, he had like a, it looked like a, it looked like a Hugh Hefner robe, like a wrapped around the gr- the grill screen, like the grill <laughs> cover, and it was like so velour? weird looking. Yeah, they were with like a paisley print. And uh, oh, when I pulled that off, that had the original like real screen, so I didn't have to do anything with that. It looked really good. Oh, nice! Oh, nice. <laughs> That's hilarious. And did you do anything to it, like switch speaker, or is it stock? Otherwise, no, it was all stock. It actually sounded really good. Um, oh, did it? I think it needed tubes. Yeah, I put tubes in it. Okay, cool. And I just got like JJ's. I think. Nice. Nice. 
Okay. Tell me what is your favorite pedal that well let me think your favorite pedal that people don't wouldn't think that you would have <laughs> i don't know like what's your favorite pedal well, just tell me your favorite pedal i was trying to get you something weird but if, if there's anything <laughs> cool or weird that you have you any weird pedals <laughs> uh, let's see yeah i have weird pedals um all right let's good. see yeah i got i got me i got some stuff that is weird that i like um uh, i have a gonculator it's just it's a DOD oh, nice. gonculator. It sounds, it's like a, what, I don't even know how to describe it, but it just sounds weird. And I, it's I, like I can't a ring use it anywhere, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was going to say. Is, but it's weird because it's almost like even more random than a ring, ring modulator. It's it's weird. Um, but I have one of those and that's that's fun. Um, but I can't use that anywhere. <laughs> anywhere reasonable, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's fun to play at home. Um, I'm a big muff guy. I like um, big muffs a lot, but they're nice. just... I just can't use them that much. Um, so Wait, are you a, I have a couple a big muff guy or a big muff guy? Both. No, I'm just or a big big muff guy. <laughs> nice, like an old school. I um, like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I have like a couple of those, and then I have a couple like clones, and then I have like some stuff that people, you know, like pro clones. Like I have um, what is it? The uh, blackout blackout effects. Uh, they make the musket. Oh, and yeah. that's a uh, that's like a big muff with a preamp in it. Um, it sounds really good. I like that a lot. And then How I is that pedal? Um, that's one that I had looked at for a long time, but never actually it, tried. It's good. It's really good, but it's hard to dial in because it's got it's got six knobs on it. Okay. So it's hard oh, to like. Man. Yeah, huh. and then if you know, like the biggest problem is it's in my you know it's in it's on my board, and then I you know lug the uh, gig bag around or whatever, and then I come out and, and just gets knocked. You know, it's it's all messed up. So nice. it's really hard to dial in. It's fun at home, but like it's just not usable. Interesting. Cool. Yeah, that's that's honestly one of the big benefits of the Pelotar in my mind. Yeah, that's why I went for it because I was like, I like that it's three knobs. It's yeah, three totally. knobs and it sounds great everywhere. Like, I mean, yeah, that's amazing. that's yeah, yeah, it's super. Yeah, cool. All the reviews I saw, everybody like doesn't matter where they put it. People who are used, like I, I watched yours online, and you know, it doesn't matter what you're using. It sounds good. Yeah, and you just bought one, right? Or have did, yep. did you get it yet? Yeah, I ordered it... it. No, I haven't got it okay, yet. So I just ordered it. it. Nice. Pink. Leon, come on, man. Leon, hey, get on it. It's all right. He's okay. Give him his time. No, do it fast. No, it's not okay. <laughs> we don't Actually, that dude have... that dude's super nice. Uh, he's cool because like he, he treats you like your <laughs> he treats you like your best friend, which is awesome. Yeah, he's fun. Well, and he doesn't he doesn't shill. And speaking of guys in the in the group who don't shill. I just uh, got my party animal today, so I'll be, I'll post some pictures of that. But I, I just, am just had to bring that up to make Aaron jealous. Immediately, yeah, that thing is as nice. soon as I can, Mister Vaults. Okay. Pedals, so what else you got, Paul? Any other weird pedals you oh, like? Pinko. I have some. I have some more like um like I have. What is it called? Like effects have um. Uh, they do like the top secret stuff that they send out. Um, and I have like one of their preamps that sounds really good. I really like that. It's a one knob. Um, I'm trying to think of what it's called now. Uh, the Atlas. Who it's is like that? Atlas from? three, I think. Uh, Spaceman. Okay. Oh, okay. So they're, they, they're like super limited release. Um, yeah. They re, you know, like everything's marked. It's like, you know, 33 or out of 40 or whatever. Um, so I have one of those and that, that's just like, 
like I don't even think anybody wants it, and I I just love it. It sounds so good. That's cool. Nice. Like when I see it online, I've tried to sell it a couple times, uh, just because I knew I thought it was worth something, and then uh, like nobody's ever popped on it for more than what you can buy one for, you know? Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. There's some pedals that are like super good, and just no one wants them because they don't know about it, or it just doesn't have hype behind it, or whatever. Right. Right. And then, like, you know, you, you sell it, and then six months later, you know, somebody's using it, and all of a sudden, everybody goes nuts over it. Yeah, right. Totally. <laughs> I've had that happen a couple times. <laughs> just got to put it in the right person's hands, I guess. Right, right. <laughs> Here's something we never asked anybody before. We've only had one guest before. but oh, we've had two. Oh, well, that's does, right. Does and Brian I, count? I forgot. Yeah. I forgot about Brian. Um, or did I forget about Cove? Nah, Brian. Brian is sort of one of this. Brian's sort of <laughs> semi-host. He was like a guest <laughs> host, anyway, which I guess Paul kind of is too. Yeah, and so is Co. They're all equal in my eyes. I love all of my, all of our guests equally. Well, what was I saying anyway? Before I got anyway, yeah. So I was gonna ask, like, you used to play in. I think you sent me some MP3s once of like uh, some. Yeah, it's a grind band. Yeah, grind core noise pedal. <laughs> Or yeah. noise pedal, noise band that you had. Noise pedal, yeah. It was really cool. Yeah. Your band but, was called Noise Pedal. Nice. Noise so pedal how did you tra- how did you transition out of that into like worship music? Well, um, is it all hard for you, or do you do you put a lot no, of no like personality it was hard into it? To do the, no, it was, it was like the other way around. Like uh, you know, like so I learned rock and blues stuff when I was a kid, like fifteen, mm-hmm. and then uh, then I got into the punk stuff, and then like hardcore, and it kind of progressed. And then um, my friends started doing grind stuff, and he's like, "Oh, you play guitar, you do it." And so, like noise core stuff. Um, but then, uh, even at the same time, I think I was even playing on the worship team. Um, okay. And uh, basically, you know, it, it wasn't a transition because I was just like, "Oh, I'll play more rock stuff" because that's what our worship team sounded like, anyways. Okay. So it wasn't a weird transition yeah, yeah. or anything. It was just like stepping out of, you know, steady stepping out of this, you know, role and going into that role. Cool, because I know some people play in, in like a church setting, and it's almost like, you know, they just want to replicate the record or what people hear on the radio or whatever. And then some some people put a little bit, they guess because they have the freedom to do that in their context or whatever, they put more of their own personality and kind of, you know, actually have a like a band rather than just a bunch of people playing parts. Right. Yeah. Like me, I don't. Yeah, I don't have time to memorize a lot of stuff or sure. like, you know, learn the song. Uh, so usually what happens is uh, I show up to press on Thursday or Sunday morning and then, uh, you know, somebody says, well, you're not going to play the same part anyways, the same the same way or, you know, even the same way you played it when we practiced it. So don't worry about <laughs> <Right>. it. <laughs> nice. Like, do you know what practice means? Like, yeah, no, no clue. It's not <laughs> no, rehearsal. Yeah, it's not going to sound terrible. It's just not going. I'm like, I just didn't play it the same way the second time, you know. I I always do that too. Like when I I don't play lead guitar as much anymore because I have I'm in a smaller congregation and I do acoustic. But like when I sure. played lead, I it was always more like free form kind of thing. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Like I know the, the I know the skeleton of the song and like I know what's supposed to happen, but it would never be the same. Like I wouldn't learn yeah. parts so to, per se. I would have some things, you know, we have like the riff or the, the sound that goes through it, but then, you know, the through line, but kind of run wild sure. other than that. 
which I think is cool and fun. So I don't know well, if I nice thing is like a straight cover band. No, no, I don't think I could either. Uh, the nice thing is the the guy that's the worship leader at our church now, um, he has, he cut down like how many songs we do. So, you know, it's like maybe 40 songs or something. So it's not, it, you don't have every to learn week? a ton. Four no, 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 every, every week. week. Well, it's, you know, it's a six hour service <laughs> and you got to fill that time. Holy <laughs> <laughs> <Like>, crap. <laughs> No, no, like no, just 40 songs 40 songs total that we yeah yeah <laughs> like a, a tight repertoire right so and then if he introduces one he kind of takes one out or whatever but you know we don't have to like learn you know learn all this stuff every week because the yeah. guy before you know you, you you got five new songs you have to learn so every this was this week, is yeah. yeah every week Crazy. so this is a lot easier um and then you know some of the songs that we play more often i've already written stuff and then i just remember it this time around you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I remember there was so um I was in like this kind of indie worship band for a little while. Um, but we we did some of the modern post Dustin Kensry stuff. Oh and sure, sure. There were two songs and I like mixed up the lead lines for them and I played the wrong leads on both those songs for like months before I figured it out. <laughs> 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 but it worked because it was like kind of cool. Thing, so it was like a little different but <laughs> so so does he put out just like straight christian stuff outside of thrice then he has some solo stuff yeah and th- so he was part of i don't know if you heard of mars hill but it was like a big um kind of church plan you know it rings a bell thing. like i think i've I think i've heard of him you know <laughs> anyway so Not yeah he... <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> so that was like the church like a, this big like celebrity pastor guy but um, they had like a pretty good music scene going on there with like kind of innovative bands doing things in the Christian realm, but like kind of different from a lot of other people. So he was part of that. So he had a band called the Modern Post that did some stuff that was kind of synthy, oh, okay, um, okay. kind of like Cure style. But then he's put out some solo stuff too. So he his first solo album, well, it's kind of like bluesy acoustic rock stuff, but like not yeah. cheesy. Yeah, well, even yeah, I think I've heard some of his solo stuff, but it never. I don't know. I was so like I just never listened to Christian rock music at all. Yeah. So when I would when I would hear that bands were Christian, I was like, oh, that's weird. Yeah. yeah. Um. So like I didn't know I didn't know Thrice was Christian per se, but yeah. Um. But yeah, I never got that from his solo stuff. Yeah. So but more yeah. recently, some of his stuff is like fairly explicitly Christian, more so than it has. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah. Like his last album um well he put out one album that was i think it was called the body and the blood so it was very much like in the realm okay. of, of worship yeah, yeah. worshipful lyrics i guess even though the orchestration or the arrangements were still more kind of a rock vein yeah huh but yeah i think he's kind of transitioned into like a, a pastor type personality more so than like a rock star hey might as well there's more money there <laughs> that's true <laughs> Jeez, it's a good career move. <laughs> that is true. Which is crazy because, like, they did that new album that's all covers too. Did you hear that? Yeah, like acoustic covers. Yeah, I um, mean, you changed some of the I, words obviously to clean it up. I never got into that. Like, I, I couldn't, I guess, because I didn't really know a lot of the songs that he was doing, but I don't know. It didn't grab me. I think it was recorded live. It was live. Yeah, too. it's live. So it was like a, it's like a live album of covers. It's like all the things that I don't want to listen to. 
you know what i mean it's like covers are kind of yeah. like whatever and then live albums are kind of like whatever and now it's like yeah i think i liked uh like like maybe i only knew five or six songs and then i'm yeah. like i like that song okay but the rest of the album i could care less about yeah i thought his cover of wrecking ball was cool when i first heard it and then yeah. by the time the album came out i was kind of the novelty Agreed. One, yeah but i wasn't into it anymore yeah that one gets but, skipped <laughs> see i'm yeah. still i'm still the guy that's like I just like their old stuff. Like a lot of people liked uh, Visu or Viesu. I don't know how you say it, but yeah. And then ever since then, that's more what Thrice has been like. But I still sure. like the Illusion of Safety and Artist in the Ambulance were like two yeah. of my favorite albums ever. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it, it was always kind of sad because that was like the path that all those that so many of those bands went down. And it was always kind of sad when they put out a new album. And it's like I just want to hear this guy scream and and hear really loud music, you know. Yeah, yeah. I I didn't listen to the new Thrice album, but I remember feeling, or I think I've heard that it's more kind of in the vein of their earlier stuff, a little bit harder edged. That's kind of been the trend lately, is a lot of these bands, like Strung Out just put out an amazing album this year. Um, and, and a few other bands have kind of gone back to their roots, it seems like, which, again, I think part of that is maybe a financial move more than anything else, because... Yeah, I don't know. It makes sense that it makes sense that you're like your your music would change over time. You know, you're not sure. you're not always in high school and angry at the same stuff. You know, but anyways, I don't know. Here's my rant. Um, what's that dude's name? Anyway, never mind. <laughs> I was gonna say something. <laughs> so, did you ever listen to Black Flag? Uh, not really. So anyway, Black Flag, you know, the singer left and then Henry Rollins came, but he started yeah. that band, the Circle Jerks. And then what's that dude's name? And didn't didn't like uh, was it was it true that Henry Rollins, like they basically they invited him up on stage and he did so well that they just let him join the band or something like that? Isn't there some yeah, kind of the legend? Yeah, he was like a hangaround guy. So if you yeah. look, like there's like some old minor threat pictures where they're playing and you'll see him like like dancing amongst the band <laughs> yeah, of course like on stands. one of their album covers he's like dancing with them <laughs> and he stands out because he looks like a freaking bodybuilder or something like or maybe he did back then. yeah he didn't he wasn't quite as big but he was pretty like lean and muscular and no shirt and he had those crazy dark eyes yeah but... yeah like he's like he looks scary <laughs> like he's a scary person yeah like what you just you don't know what he's gonna do he has those eyes of yeah insanity, totally but... but anyway my point was that that dude has just been in like punk bands forever uh, yeah not henry rollins but the other dude greg 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 uh-huh. not greg i don't know i'm i'm gonna hate myself the guy anyway, but he has flag. a new band called off have you heard that band off uh-uh. they're really cool they're fun they have like you know like 70 second songs that are just oh man fast and loud have you heard of seven seconds I have heard yeah. of Seven Seconds. Now that's a great band. Yep. Have you have you seen that? Uh, and I I feel like we maybe have already talked about this too. But have you seen that documentary about the Descendants? No, I haven't. It's really good. I think it's What's just it on. I think it's just on Netflix. I can't remember. Oh, is I'll, it on there? I'll go look it up while we're talking. But it's on. Yeah, it's on Netflix. I'll have to watch that because I really like the Descendants. Yeah. yeah, and it's and it's cool because it talks about you know like. Uh, oh, it's just called Filmage, and it's on uh, okay. YouTube, actually. Oh, Filmage. <laughs> I figured it was something edge. And yeah, it talks, it talks about, like, 
I don't know. I always I always appreciate when I watch like behind the music or any of those when the band is just like really sincere and like mm-hmm. it it was really apparent that Milo like he never you know like he left the band and so then they had to go they got another lead singer and they became all you know all yeah um and it but it wasn't like it wasn't like because he was mad or anything or it wasn't like some money grab it was just like he he was kind of burned out on the band thing and he wanted to go to college and and that's what he did and i think i don't know it was kind of cool i always loved the descendants but it was kind of a it was interesting to hear like that they and and nobody had anything bad to say about anyone you know like they all respected his decision and and uh they still and they'll play together now you know and stuff like that but yeah it's cool i think that i always thought it was cool that they like started a new band instead of just yeah like they just instead of just disbanding or whatever Aaron just dropped again yep yeah i think you dropped so paul yeah you want to talk oh so maybe this maybe you and i aren't the people to talk about this but um we had an interesting it it was funny because it happened like right after we recorded our last episodes so we haven't really had a chance to talk about it and and it's sort of come and gone already uh which is fine but uh we had someone join the gear slum facebook group (laughs) and just right off the bat just started live streaming himself yeah that was crazy (laughs) and i was uh, like what is going on (laughs) and no one knew quite what was going on and it, it and it was like this weird thing and and it made it hard it was kind of the same struggle that like that this that ryan and steve had with bendy sometimes because sure sure it's like he's not actually doing anything wrong like it's easier if someone is like offensive or whatever right um, like you're done it's just crazy yeah. annoying. the weirdest so part met- for me is like he never he wasn't like hey i'm like me he was just like no here's my video what everyone's never, gonna watch it <laughs> never introduced himself well and part of it nope. part of it that was kind of funny is i i came off which is common for me to come across as the jerk because a lot of times <laughs> i am the jerk but i was like he- i like to call you the heavy exactly yeah tough guy. <laughs> i'm not heavy i'm your brother aaron um what i don't know what that heard, means have you heard that song he's not heavy he's my brother no what is that it's from an old <laughs> musical it's from like music man or like annie get your gun or some other these old musicals uh so so we were kind of like so nice 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 so you know me reference there me and aaron and phil have like you know we're always talking to each other and we're like what's this like what's even happening what's the deal with this guy so i commented and was like hey uh how's it going this like what are you doing you know He's like, oh, I just thought I'd live stream. I, live streaming is like the future of content or blah, blah, blah. And I and I kind of tried to steer him towards the fact that like, hey, this is a podcast group. Like we're all here. Uh, you know, this I don't know. I is about here, but me. This group is about me and my friends. That's that's how it came across. It was like, hey, I'm the only one who can do stupid stuff in this group because I'm on this podcast. Um, came across jerky because I was like, because basically he, he was basically like, I've I've never even heard of your podcast and I don't listen to your podcast. So you, so you wanted to be like, well, dude, then like leave. Like, why are you even here if you don't listen to the podcast? But it's like, I don't know. I, it's not like that's a rule. It's, it's not like you have to listen to the podcast. I just um, got a member request from a dude who has, tw- is a member of 1225 groups. Holy crap. That's amazing. That's so long story short, it's, 
he he ended up you know he ended up basically just leaving the group because i don't know it wasn't it wasn't really a good fit which i think that was kind of the story from the beginning but um but other people have started live streaming and it's actually pretty cool like i think it fits with the you know with sort of the the idea behind the podcast and you know because because part of the podcast is we want to have we want to have guest people on and we want everyone to sort of have a voice or whatever and and it, he, he started this whole live streaming trend, which has kind of died down now, but I think it was actually kind of fun for a lot of the guys, especially guys who we've seen posting for, you know, for years now or whatever, and, and have never really seen their face or know what they sound like or whatever. Uh, so anyways, Aaron, what do you have to add to that? Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I pretty much summed it up. <laughs> I was, I was oh. talking for too long. <laughs> So, yeah, I kind of zoned out. The funny thing is, like, I had been live streaming a little bit of just weird random stuff. And so I feel kind of and it would make and, it would, and I would get mad at you, too. Well, because yeah. first, you know, what, you did, what you did first was just like you just like recorded yourself watering your lawn and uploaded it as a podcast. And I was like, Aaron, we we have like limited this is back before we like paid for the for the more upgraded version of our podcast host. And so I was like, Aaron, we have like this limited amount of space and you're like taking up the space with your freaking watering your lawn and stuff. And you're like, Oh, well then I'll just go live stream it, which is like, yeah, that makes sense. So, (laughs) so yeah, it was, there was kind of this weird thing where we couldn't just be like, nobody live stream in this group. Nobody live streams (laughs) random crap in this group because Aaron had already done it multiple times, you know, (laughs) it's set a precedent. Yeah. Yeah. A dangerous, it was the best one. It was the best when Aaron made that because I was like, <clears throat> I was like, I'm not, I'm not gonna listen to this. And then I'm listening to that, and then I'm like, okay, I'm gonna stop listening. And then I just listen to the whole thing anyways. Of him watering the lawn, <laughs> yeah. and, then, and then he does his live stream. I'm like, I gotta get this. I gotta see what's going on. <laughs> it was, it's pretty good. I mean, as far as like creating content goes, it's, it's up there. No, it's fun. <laughs> what do you? What, what was your, uh, what was your thought, sort of on the. Because you weren't really behind the scenes, I guess. Paul, what was your thought about all the live streaming? Well, uh, I didn't have a problem. A lot of the guys that did the live streaming, I actually know personally. So, because uh, Josh Marmon was posting a lot, and then uh, Esteban Vasquez started posting. So, like, I know those guys. Yeah, um, yeah. And so that was kind of like, I was like, oh, cool, I'm going to watch this. And then uh, yeah. then some other people did it. Uh, Aaron did it, obviously. And then, um, so it kind of just seemed like, I, I kind of caught, like, a lot of the people that I just knew. And then all yeah, of a sudden, totally. obviously, the Clifton was just like in the middle. And I was like, oh, I don't know that guy. So a lot of them I didn't even watch. So I didn't catch on quite as quick to the fact that he was super annoying because I just didn't watch his. Well, and I don't and even then, know. Um, I didn't really I watch. I didn't watch his streams that much. Yeah, I don't think his streams themselves were annoying as far as what he was doing. I think it was more just the sure. fact that always live streaming. Right. As soon as it started to become like an annoyance, I was like, okay, this guy's got to go away. This is terrible. <laughs> Yeah, because it's like we already talk about how we started a new group. Okay, so all this has happened from the time from the last time we recorded. He he joins the group, sort of flames out relatively quickly, and uh, and and it ended with and maybe I shouldn't air too much dirty laundry, but I basically messaged him and and it was after a day where he had live streamed three different times, and I was like, hey, can you maybe just like can you maybe just tone it down live streaming, like maybe just just hang out, yeah, like. And I, and I, those are my exact words were like, can you just hang out for a little while and see what the group is like and maybe sort of get the feel for things before you dive in head first? And he was like, you know what? I'm just going to leave the group. And I was like, uh, okay. 
you don't have to. Nobody will hold his hand. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So he's so he was already an admin of another group called Guitar Strings and Things, um, which I I was in, but I didn't really follow. And so he live streamed there it's a few times. Yeah, and then he just started another group. Aaron, what is it called? It's called Gearstream. Gearstream, yeah. <laughs> so, and when I first saw it, I, down. when I first saw it, I thought it was I thought he had called it Gear Slum. I was like, what the crap is this guy? <laughs> It's hilarious. But, so he called it Gearstream, but but we've been talking like, is there any other groups where he went in and like just started live streaming? Because because like he obviously didn't in sixty cycle hum, because um, nobody ever does, you know. Um, but I wonder if he like ever just like tried to live stream and gear talk praise and worship or something like that. I don't know. I don't see anybody. Yeah, that's I weird. Think, like because it was just so here's weird. the weirdest part about it is that he acted like it was completely normal. Yeah, and I've never seen anybody do that. This is probably this guy's like philosophy for life. Like, this is how he gets a girl, or this is yeah. how he like, you know, he just wears them down. He's like the Steve Urkel of the gear world. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I want to see his. Not, he's, he's not, not Stefan. He's not Stefan Urkel, unfortunately. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm glad because honestly, like. <laughs> to to me like so it was it was annoying me and phil and and aaron's just an anarchist at heart so he doesn't really care about anything um but it but it made I me that. i always wonder like is it just annoying to us like if because if it's not annoying to anyone else then i don't care like whatever the group can be whatever it wants to be but yeah i started getting messages from people just like hey what's the deal with this guy <laughs> like is he yeah he's he real you even sure. you even know him and it's like and it's like I know that listening to the podcast isn't everything, but he, he almost like rubbed it in, like podcast, you know. Anyway, yeah, I don't understand what the, I don't understand his angle at all. It makes no sense. Hey, yeah, I'm jumping was... on this podcast. I'm gonna do some live streams. People are gonna follow me, and I'm gonna pull them away. Like, what is that? What his angle? Yeah, to be fair, that was the other thing. Like, what was he looking to gain? You know, right? It doesn't make any he sense. Does seem like like I don't yeah. think he's a bad. I don't like I, I said to be fair. He seems like a nice guy. Like, yeah, totally. I don't think he's malicious or anything. It's just such a weird pick that he has but like, again that's what makes it that's what makes it harder it would have been easier if he was a jerk but he wasn't he was super right. nice about it but it was just like what's happening like what's going on <laughs> yeah, that was there's no rules about live streaming but let's all try to be normal at least let's all try to be normal human beings but i but yeah paul like you said it's it's fun seeing people that you know even if you just know them through facebook and like sure, you sure. know getting to see their house or getting to see you know what their gear is or whatever, getting to hear their voice and all that. It's pretty cool. Yeah, actually, uh, Esteban, that I know, he used to live in New York, and then uh, he moved out to Ohio, and so, like, I've never seen his place. So it was cool. He did, like, a walkthrough of his place. I was like, oh, that's cool. I've never seen it. And then, like, after that, I was like, hey, I want to get a full walkthrough. Show me your place. And so, like, I just we just uh, started FaceTiming. I haven't FaceTimed that guy ever. But, yeah, you know, totally. just because of that, it was something, like, different. You know, I was like, oh, it's not weird anymore because you're already live streaming. Yeah, and Esteban's are actually some of my favorite ones, even though it wasn't like about gear or anything. Well, he showed some of his gear and everything, but yeah, yeah you yeah, could yeah. tell he was just a cool guy and everything. Yeah, he's hilarious. Yeah, that was that was funny. Yeah. What, Aaron? <laughs> I just said he is funny. <laughs> oh, he crapped out. <laughs> I do that from time to time. Oh man. Hey, I did think of something else um, I had that you guys would probably. All right. Uh, I want. I wish I had mentioned it before, and I didn't. I didn't think about it until now. But uh, so you're asking me about weird stuff that I have, and um, there. 
don't know if you guys remember this, but a few years ago, Digitet put put out uh, that eye stomp. You guys know what that is? Uh huh. I think so. Is that the so, one that's like a single stomp box, but you can like upload different effects yeah, into it? Right. But the best part about it is you can only use an iPhone. Like it doesn't go to computer or anything. It can only go to an iPhone, oh. but it can only go to an iPhone like four. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I have this thing and uh, I can only plug it into an old iPad that I have laying around. And, uh, but it's cool because, you know, there's a ton of different, you can use basically, you know, they have a million of fake effects that are like, you know, supposed to be certain, you know, one looks like a rat. It's called something else. I don't remember what it's called. And, you know, one's called, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Something like that. It's all, it's all just like kitschy little things that are supposed to be like the, the, the tube screamer. It's called the screamers and stuff like that. But, but then they have like their effects and some of them are like weird. Uh, you know, like one of them that they do have on there is the gonculator. Um, and then they have like, you know, they have like the death metal and like all these different ones, but it's fun because you can switch it. But the worst part is that you have to have an iPhone 4 or an old iPad to use it. But I actually have it on my baseboard just because I can, you, you know, put it on whatever I want and switch it. But it, it's it's a crazy piece of machinery. It's nuts. That's awesome. It's fun. It's definitely fun. And you can pick them up for like $30 or like $40. Yeah. But you also have to have an iPhone 4. You're going to have to get a pl- – yeah, you got to get a plan. And you're going to have to get an iPhone 4 off eBay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's one of the downsides <laughs> well i actually have an old ipad the there iPad, you go that'll like work this, the first edition the first one because i thought i was like oh i'll get i'll get the lightning cable connector that'll work it didn't work at all so then i was like what am i gonna do <laughs> <laughs> so and then uh does it just have like a usb port no on? it's no it has like a uh um, just the 30 it, pin right it has like yeah the 30 pin and then uh what plugs into the actual box looks like uh like a midi cable oh yeah. like a mini so you basically like a mini yeah USB. yeah oh it's like a yeah, MIDI so cable. You, no yeah like a midi cable so you can't like and if you you can't plug a midi cable into it, it doesn't fit it's like a weird cable <laughs> and then it doesn't recognize it because there's no software for it so you can only That's use hilarious. it on the on the iphone yeah it's pretty awesome <laughs> <laughs> that's good i love crap like that and i'm so glad that like digital modeling is making such a comeback now because everyone has crapped on it for so long. Sure. Sure. Like everyone just hates line six, but now everyone's like, Oh, you should get a helix, ditch all your pedals and get a helix. And yeah, I think right, that's, right. I think that's just going to keep happening. So yeah, you'll be able to sell that. I stomp will be worth like 200 bucks before too long, you know? Yep. I'm, I'm waiting on it. I just like those older models, you know? Yeah. You do you like your old models. Cindy Crawford, you know, Kathy Ireland. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Cindy Crawford. <laughs> your, your goal in life is to be Richard Gere circa 1993. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. That's a good goal. That's a, that's a pretty good goal. Aside from the, that whole, I think that was a rumor, but the whole gerbil thing. Yeah. Anyway. I'm looking at pictures of in and out now. Oh, gross. I thought that was, you're talking about Richard Gere's gerbil, and then you're like, I'm looking at pictures and <laughs> going off the rails here. I got to go. I'm uh, doing some Googling. Hey, don't clonk alone. I'm going to clonk alone. <laughs> Never clonk alone. 
This is a fun ep. I hope so. I'm all self-conscious now about my <laughs> diatribe about live streaming. You did name names. Oh, that's fine. Everyone knows who we're talking about. Yeah. Clifton's still he's still having fun. He's still having fun live streaming in his other group. He's live right now. I know he's literally live streaming as we speak. It's, uh, and it doesn't really matter because he already said he doesn't listen to the podcast and he's not going to. So you're yeah. okay. you're fine. Which <laughs> which would be pretty great because like if he if he hears this now he's really going to be able to call us out and be like, hey, not only do I listen to the podcast, but you talk crap about me. So, but okay, anyway. hold on. <laughs> I just realized. Okay, so I'm looking at the group right now. Uh huh. I was going to see if he is live, but <laughs> the group what? photo is a picture of. Leonardo DiCaprio from yeah. I'm assuming it's from the Aviator because he's got the uh-huh. little mustache and yeah, and it says the way of the future. Yeah, he just did that. <laughs> so he did he did a stream earlier and I tuned in because I was or I I watched the archive of it because I was interested to see what he'd say. And he he kind of was like he he kind of was talking about I don't know if it was our group specifically but groups in general who haven't been as welcoming to him and he's like yeah I kind of just wanted a safe haven for people who wanted to live stream and you know basically you know talking about that but yeah he talked about like i just think this is the way of the future i just think live streaming is the way of the future so yeah it's it's that, not kickboxing uh, dude yeah that group that group photo is great did you oh, get no. that one paul kickboxing yeah it's amazing i don't know did you get that cole i don't i didn't it's a deep cut what is it from um it's from say anything oh <laughs> john cusack movie the whole time he keeps saying kickboxing is a sport of the future. Anyway. Okay, I'm gonna look up. I'm gonna look up. He's not heavy. <laughs> he's not heavy. He's it even brother. finished it for me. He's not heavy. He's my brother, and, and it finished it for me. Uh, What's it from? <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, it's from a band. It's from a band called the Hollies. Let's see. It's a popular music ballad. Kelly Gordon in 1969. Is it not from a? Oh, Neil, Neil Diamond. Neil Diamond recorded it. Yeah, apparently it wasn't. It's the type of thing like people would sing it at like you'd sing it in like quiet, you know, in, in high school <laughs> choir or whatever. We sang it in choir when I was in high school. Oh yeah, the good stuff. Oh, yeah. Those good old days of chorus. Glee club. Yeah, dude. Man, I had friends who sang in chorus. Speaking of Nerds. friends, Aaron. Yeah. Speaking of friends, thanks for friendship. Thanks for friendship. Thanks for friendship. And uh, Co, thanks for nothing. <laughs>